Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby. What is up, everybody? Bob Dog with the Particularly Packers podcast once again, checking in with you, man. Oh, man. So, before I even get into yesterday's uh, preseason week two game against the Jets, which was... Oh, God, I'm tired of watching it. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've been watching it for like the last three or four hours, breaking down tape. I watched it a little bit yesterday, but I was busy with work. I was working on a Jeep, and I had to get my job finished. So, you know, I was I was watching it off and on. I run over whenever I heard the crowd go crazy. But today, I actually laid into the game. Oh, man, it's, you know, it's, it's really hard watching these games. Like, oh, we kind of suck. But with that being said, before I get into yesterday's game, I wanted to start with Devin Funches, what if, I just wanted to run a what if real quick, just to try to recover, if they have to let Devin Funches go because of his injury, we didn't get an injury update, however, I got a master plan, a master plan, a master plan, and I hope, I hope, I hope, let's hope, ownership is listening, which I highly doubt, however, if Devin Funches goes in IR, goes on to IR, however you want to put it, if he goes on to IR, I think we call Arizona Cardinals, and we talk to them truly about getting Larry Fitzgerald for one more year. He's already said he doesn't feel like coming back. He doesn't have the, the desire. However, I know if we got him over there, he'd get that desire. You give him one chance for a ring, Larry Fitzgerald. on Oh, man, that would be beautiful. That would be beautiful. But that's just throwing one in there um, if Devin Funches doesn't make it. That goes back, you know, and that was my what if. I think it's very, very interesting and could truly happen. If Aaron Rodgers talking about they come here for me, Aaron Rodgers makes a phone call and, you know, they, they talk about it with Larry Fitzgerald, they can make that happen. Overall, and then and speaking of Devin Funches, I think it's very clear by yesterday's game that uh, Devin Funches is far exceeds everybody else on that field. Malik Taylor did look good. He had, I think, five or six catches. You know, he had decent, decent yardage. He looked pretty good. I'm not going to lie, but nothing, no standout like when uh, Devin Funches was catching those balls and no type of specimen as in that nature. Um, Devin Funches lays much better blocks, and, you know, I don't even think it was a comparison. But he's got to stay healthy to even be in the consideration. So to week two versus the Jets. Special teams, I'm going to give a C, and that's, that's being nice. We deserve a C minus because we did have some decent returns. Uh, Dexter Williams, actually, I believe Dexter Williams is the reason why we had decent returns. Um, he had two of them. With that being said, he he also had some bad some bad uh, offensive play. He blew a play also. But with that being said, Reggie Begleton, he had a good punt return himself. So that's why we made it to the C, probably C minus. But with that said, our kickoffs, you know, and just our punts, we had some really decent punts. Um, we had one land on the 11-yard line, but I thought it was a good call by Amari Rodgers. However, the ball bounced outwards. It landed at the 2. He thought it was going to go in the end zone, but it bounced out, landed at the 11. Good call by Rodgers, not mad at anywhere. You know, you, nothing you can do about that. Good kick by the by the opposing team's punter, and uh, I was happy with that one. Um, there was a very, a very good punt by J.K. Scott before, right before the half, and landed on uh, roughly their nine yard line. And there was also a bad punt in the game. I remember they took over probably at like their forty six or something around there, 
and there was he followed it up with another good punt. So we'd like to see a little more consistency, you know, out of our punting game. However, it was not not bad overall. We had one we like back, and you know, but with that being said, we're all right. The coverage team, um, we we really need some help on kickoffs. We gave up another big one. Uh, we gave up two. You know, where we they started past the twenty five yard, like the what was twenty eight, and then they had a big one. So with special teams, we definitely need to address it. Um, halfway through the game, before the second half, I would have said we need outside help. The second half, we looked better, but that you know that it is what it is. You want the first half to look better, and then the second half to have you know the mismatches. But oh man, we, I'm really thinking we need to possibly look into outside help. It was be odd to sign a coordinator this late in the game, but I don't know if we have you know in-house what it takes to have a successful um, special teams. I know we promoted, but I, I'm not sure that the person that got promoted ever was taught the recipe of success when it comes to special teams. So that being said, I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't mind some outside help over there. All right, so special teams, C, basically below average, if anything. Um, where should I go from there? You want to start with tight end? Jay Sternberger caught the touchdown pass, and that's about all. That's about all he did. Um, Jay Sternberger, he had some really poor blocking, um, really poor blocking, and you know I don't know what to, I give him a C minus, and that's catching the touchdown pass. So without the touchdown pass, he's into a D. Crawford, one of our number eighty, one of our uh, I don't know what he is, third string, fourth string. I got to give him a D. He looked lost in space. He was running around. Basically by himself, like looking for somebody to block with nobody to block, but the players all around him and opposing jerseys. Um, I think he made one catch, very few yards after catch, went down immediately, and, you know, didn't look good. Did not look good for us. Tight end, we were definitely struggling. We had like a number 47 or something trying to play it a little bit too. He was just running rampant, looking more like a fullback. I don't know if it's just the numbers throwing me off, but didn't fit into place. I didn't even look up his name. I just didn't even consider it. Um, go to the O-line. You know, and when it comes to the wide receivers, nobody truly stood out this game. Reggie, Bag- uh, Reggie Bagleton, he, like I said, he had the good, what was it, punt return. And, you know, he uh, he stopped on a play. You definitely saw him as a wide receiver when he should have been blocking. He lost his block. His block kept going, and he could have went and blocked another one, but instead he turned around and watched it like he was sports center. I did see that. I did see that. I got to call you out right there. Um, other than that, you know, he's he was just lost right there. And there's a, we saw it a lot, just players running around like, you know, like they were blind, but there were bodies all over, but they weren't blocking anybody. It was very odd. I don't know if that came down to coaching or what that was. It was just that people were having a hard time finding somebody to stick to. It was very odd. You don't see that typically. Um, you know, I would love to to jump into the cornerbacks because, you know, I love jumping in the cornerbacks. But we can stay on the O-line real quick since we're on the offensive side of things. O-line, Josh Myers, I give him a B. Um, I thought he did some really good, you know, some really good stuff. I think that he could also work blocking in space. I thought there was a couple times where he made it to the second line and just couldn't find anybody. You know, he made it through the defensive line. He made it to the linebackers and just lost in space in between two guys and couldn't commit. I saw a lot of, like, commitment issues, basically. Maybe it's a Aaron Rodgers thing got contagious or something, but I don't know. Just, you know, ha-ha, how about that? Laugh at that one, boy. <laughs> All right, so J. 
John Runyon, once again, give him another D, another horrible outing. Um, watch the tape. They definitely probably want him released. Lucas Patrick, uh, I didn't like what I saw from him either. I know he played a little center. Um, two holding calls against him, one that people don't like, definitely don't like. But either way, two holding calls. I watched him get bull rushed two times back to back. I'm not sure if it was the same defender or not, but the same technique pushed him like three yards in the backfield. One was interrupting of the play. I didn't like it there. Um, let's see, who else? Roger Newman. Well, I believe that was the tippy toes. Yeah, that the dude though kept stepping on the QB's feet. He was our, you know, we slid him into the tackle position, I believe, or guard. I think we played in guard because he's right next to the center. Um, with that being said, Stepped on the quarterback's foot twice. Back-to-back plays. I mean, it was a fluke. It's something you never see, but definitely, I mean, that was preseason to the fullest. Um, He missed some blocks, some key blocks. But he did get a a huge block, you know, on one of the screen plays. I believe it was the touchdown pass, possibly. Huge block. Did awesome. You know, big block on the touchdown play. Um, But he did, he missed a block completing uh, block completely on the touchdown. So he did a great, good block on the screen, but he also missed a block completely on a touchdown pass. You could go back, watch the film. It was, it was something else. However, you know, he was one of the better performers today. Yash Neiman. I, I'm, that's how I'm going to pronounce it. But yes, Yash, Y-O-C-H. I like it. 73, first name. Awesome. Really do like it. I'm going to give him a C plus. I think the C plus was because of his first name, Yash. But just because he did so much better than last week, um, he didn't have any real standouts. He had a couple, you know, I didn't recognize him as much this week, which is how I know he improved, which is why I like it. You know, I got to give credit where due because last week was really bad. And this week, you did better, bro. I, I, I like your improvement. I like your dedication. I definitely recognize it. And, you know, hope to see you, you know, Continue on. Do better, brother. All right. With that being said, we brought, uh, since he was, you know, sidekick right here, I believe, Jake Henson, 67. I don't remember you right now. However, got you graded as a B, so you must have been out there doing some work. Must not have recognized you very much, but uh, I gave him a B for some reason. I don't see any notes on the fella, but if I ranked you high, there must have been something I saw. I don't know what the heck it was. So, I'll give you that one. Um, 65, though. I'm a, I'm a, we got to call out Mr. Crank here. I believe No, Crunk. We got to call out Mr. Crunk here. Just a new addition. You can call it communication. You can call it what you want. That dude had one of the worst games you can see on tape. Uh, if you want to look back, don't don't look at that guy's tape, man. You, you will not want us to sign him after this game. I think the best, and besides, you know, Josh Myers, but... One of the largest standouts of this game, and he definitely had some errors, was probably uh, Ben Braden for the O-line. I give him a B-. minus. He was up there. He was balling. He had a very poor block, you know, in the open field at one point, but he had an amazing block on the touchdown pass, and he took out, I believe it was a linebacker that jammed up basically the whole side of the field. Um, He definitely had a communication issue with the tight end, number 48, who – like I said, I didn't even look up his number, but I knew there was a communication issue. He thought he was going to get a little help. And the fellow tight end just dipped right past his guy, and he just went right between the two. And 
it was interrupting on the play. I believe it sent the play really far out wide. I don't remember exactly, but it was it was big. It was big. Um, who else? Who else? Oh, yeah, Mr. 67, I remember. Jake Henson. Okay, that was the dude that came in and played center towards the end. Man, he when he snapped and got off the ball, he did it with some speed with some speed, man. I'm not going to lie. I watched him snap the ball. The dude was going and he did great blocking in space. He was one of the the guys with the best performance when I thought he was blocking in space and he made some key blocks. He didn't have much playing time. So he didn't have much, you know, time for air. Maybe he deserves more playing time. Um, but I thought he showed up. He really showed up at center, uh, for, I believe he came in after Lucas Patrick, who tried to play center today. It didn't work too well. I didn't, didn't like it. But I thought Jake Henson, you know, came to the plate. Let's jump over to the D-line. D-line. TJ Slayton. Um, well, I'm going to give him a B, probably a B minus, just because he got a lot of playing time. But congratulations on your first sack. Congratulations, buddy. Love to see it. Love to see it. Hard work pays off. We know it's a preseason game, but we're all happy for you, brother. He definitely clogged up the center pretty well. Um, we could have saw a little more linebacker play. We didn't see any standout real linebacker play compared to the first week, you know, with Oren Burks was killing it last week. He followed up slightly a little this week, but nothing like last week. Um, TJ Slayton, probably the highest ranked defensive player. Jake Heflin, I give him a C. He had some on and off game, you know, on and off plays. He definitely could have done better, but he definitely could have been worse. Um, you know, he is what he is. He, we brought in there, held it down slightly. You know what I mean? Couldn't use some improvement. Lindsley Kiki, man, love love Kiki, man. But for all the playing time he got, he did not put up the stats. He did not put up big numbers. We got to give him a C-. minus. Um, especially, I think, we expected and we're, we were hoping for a large jump this year. But it, if he did make a step forward, it was only, you know, a slight step if that. We'd like to see more out of him. He definitely had the playing time this week, but, you know, maybe he's just getting back into the groove. Delonte Scott, number 75 on our team. He fails to set the edge. Fails multiple times. Um, it was sad. I, I used to play edge, believe it or not, super small person. So I know about setting the edge. I know how important it is. I know what it costs a team when you don't set the edge and that, you know, anybody gets around you from a quarterback to a running back. I know what hesitation on trying to bite to the inside cost him. You know, over and over, he was just, you know, biting on the inside and he had a failure to set the edge over and over, got caught in bad positions, back to the ball. I mean, it was, it was bad. Delonte Scott, I mean, loved that, you know, wish him nothing but the best, but, I don't see him making, you know, the cut after the tape he's putting in. Jonathan Garvin, same way. I mean, the tape tape's not going to lie. He failed to set the edge, the edge over and over and over. It was ridiculous. With that being said, the line play on both sides, offensive and de- defensive, were so much better than last week. It was amazing to see the improvement. Um, good job coaching. Good job coaches. Good job, players. You know, good job to the players, the coaches. You know, you guys did what you needed to do. Definitely made huge improvements overall. Um, nothing but, you know, it applause to you, man. Bow down. I mean, you guys are the, you guys are definitely putting in work and showed great improvement. So I do have to give you that overall. But there were definitely some players that, you know, probably aren't going to make the roster because of these last two games. You might get one more opportunity, but I think 
they're just showing that other players may deserve a couple more snaps. Might cost them. Might cost them. Linebacker room overall, I think, did decent. Um, you know, linebacker room, I'm going to applaud you guys because there was not many errors. So I did like that in the linebacker room. Um, number 50, Tipa Galai or whatever. He's my lowest ranked number 50. I'm not even sure if he's a linebacker or a lineman or whatever he is. He's lost. I, I don't think he's going to make the team. This is back-to-back weeks. I remember his name popping up in just terrible moments. Um, I did see Isaiah McDuffie out there. I didn't follow him too much. His name wasn't out there much. I did see one or two good plays. I'm not sure how many he was actually in. I could go back and rewatch the tape, but I was more focused on the line play this week. I can't lie. I was really focused on the line play, and, you know, I, I graded harshly, but, you know, I focused tremendously after last week's game on the lines. Linebackers, I did see some great, you know, gap shooting. We had uh, Chris Barnes. I gave him a B-. minus. Um, I thought he did, you know, terrific in parts of the game. You know, definitely need some improvement. He he had a come on man moment when he got smashed by I believe it was an offensive lineman. The dude came, blasted him. When he fell back, you know, Chris Barnes fell down and he the offensive lineman just laid on him. It was a sad moment. It was sad to see. It was not the tape that he wants to watch, but it was there. I laughed. I had to watch it over and over. I wish I could put clips, you know, to to this just. But I don't want to mess with those copyrights yet. Hopefully, video coming soon. I'll get back to that. All right. So, uh, Chris Barnes. But, man, he did shoot some gaps. I watched him shoot some gaps. I thought he did really good. You know, he made some tremendous plays out there. Very consistent. Didn't blow too many plays. I want to give you a B-. minus. You know, but you made it out of the C category. I thought you did an overall good game. Um, Oren Burks. Just, you know, I didn't see too many standout plays. You definitely got some opportunities. Like I said, nobody really blew it this game. I liked it. We kept, you know, the big plays were minimized. Oren Burks, I gave you a C plus. You mostly based off of last week where you completely excelled. You know, you deserved an A minus last week. I don't remember exactly what I gave you if I gave you a grade. However, this week, C plus. Definitely could have done better. You and I both know it, but you didn't do bad. Did not do bad. You did, you know, better than better than standard. So, good job, brother. Ty Summers, um, number 44. I thought you did pretty good. Uh, I, he got limited playing time that I saw, but he made some very, you know, solid tackles, some key plays. I give him a B- minus. also. I only watched limited snaps. You might have done worse. I'm not really sure, but the, ta- the plays you made, you made some good plays out there as well. And Kamal Martin, I gave you a C. Um, sorry, brother, I'm probably, you know, grading you a little harshly, but... He did have he has speed. He has QB pressure. I did see it. I saw it out there. You were definitely balling. And that's why I think I, I'm grading you a little harshly is I know that he can do a lot better. He, Kamal Martin has a lot of potential, a lot of talent, but you know, he was he was out there as well. Just we could have seen more out of you. I know you know it cuz he this dude he's a freak athlete. He's something else. Amazing player. You guys overall good job in the room. Good good job linebacker room. Um no standout this week. Nobody's getting the Golden Star. Oren Bur- Burks definitely could have earned a spot. We would have liked to see uh, Crawford out there, you know, getting some playing time. However, we get we get what we got. 
running back room. Let's jump over there real quick just because it, I don't even know why I'm going offense, defense. I, you know, I'll, I'll stay to you here. I'll stay defense. Cornerback room, Eric Stokes, number 21. It was a decent game. It was a decent game. Made a big play on third down. We got to give him that. Caused the, uh, the punt, you know, caused him to punt the ball. So that was a huge play. Love to see it. You know, good job, Eric Stokes. Give you that one. With that being said, he got beat. Boy, he got beat. And then listening to Coach LaFleur's interview of how the practice went during the week. Because remember, we practiced against the Jets. And I guess they fed him a route similar that they came off the straight and then hit a post or something, an inside post, and they gave him one look. But then during the game, they gave the same setup, and when he went down the field, he broke it off the opposite direction. And Eric Stokes was expecting a similar play that he saw during the week, so he went one direction and got beat due to, you know, the coverage during the week. So will they be able to pull something like that off during, you know, a standard week where there was no practice during the week against us, where it was set up? Maybe during the game somebody can, so we're going to have to watch that. However, if they were practicing during the week and set it up, that's a little different because we did play them throughout the week, which gave them a second shot during the weekend. Um, But you get a good enough team like Tom Brady and then they'll set it up mid-game and they'll come get you. So we'll have to watch that going forward. You know, but Eric Stokes, I did see tremendous speed. I saw some commitment on tackles and he, you know, made it to the spot he needed to be. Looked really good. Um... I'd probably give you like a C, C plus if I had to grade it. You didn't give up any big plays, nothing stand out. Maybe even a B minus. I'll give you a B minus, Eric Stokes. Good job, brother. Um, Shamir Jean Charles, I didn't watch much of the fourth quarter. I think that's where he started popping in. Saw a couple plays from him. I didn't watch too much, so it's not fair to grade you. I'll give you a C just because I didn't see you stand out at all. I didn't see any huge plays. I did watch the entire game, but I, I didn't watch – I didn't rewind and watch plays consecutively over and over and over in the fourth quarter like I did the first three. So, Shamir Jean Charles, give you a C just for being there, consistent, no huge plays. Uh, KB on Ento, I remember you blew it one time on a tackle. You went high um, on the running back, and he broke you off. You know what you did. Other than that, I thought it was definitely another solid game. No fatal errors or, you know, big blow-its. Just that high tackle where you went way off. Um Vernon Scott, I thought, blew it this week. If anything, he played himself out of that star position that he was getting himself into, man, because 48 had a huge game last week. This week he was burned over and over. I watched he one of the touchdown plays, he got juked out of his socks, you know, missed a TD tackle. He got burned twice big in the first, you know, couple drives, and he, he had a huge fail on his own play. Um, it was tough. And that's why it was tough to grade, to grade most of these cornerbacks. Once again, we played a lot of zone coverage. I don't like grading on zone coverage when offense knows you're running zone coverage, unlike you're playing during the week. So it's it's definitely different because it's different when you know they're running zones and these guys are just running through zones, knowing that you're not playing man-to-man. We might slide a couple man-to-man in, but ultimately we were running zone all day, which is why I didn't watch too much of the cornerbacks because – I can't really see him from my TV angle the way that, you know, NFL Game Pass does it, but I didn't need to because there was a lot up front. There was plenty to watch up front. Here's the catch. Isaac Yeedman. Yeedman. Yeedem. Isaac Yeedem. That's it. 
Ike Yeetum, man. What's up? Ike, Ike, Ike. Go Pack Go, baby. Ike Yeetum, man. He had a lot of playing time. This, now I watched. I did sit down and I watched the Ike Yeetum. What can I say about it? Let's give him, give you a C plus. Just because you came in for Josh Jackson, you were a huge trade during the week. Haven't had much time with the team. However, I thought you did pretty well. Um, he was there, made you know consistent tackles. He did some good plays on punting. I oh, you know he would have done a lot better. Let me get to the special teams on you, man. Okay, during the cornerback position, I liked what I saw. You know, played off. Definitely could have played a little tighter, a little more comfortable. But with you know just coming in. Jumping in zones, not knowing exactly where to be. I thought he did pretty well. Didn't give up any like super large plays. There was one where he broke off, but I'm pretty sure he was supposed to be in a zone. I think Scott stuck on his man and ran out of his zone, which opened up, you know, a wide receiver. That was hard, but I'm pretty sure he was in zone, which is kind of hard to tell because maybe they were in man and he broke off, but I'm pretty sure he just stayed in his zone. Um Isaac Eatham. Did way better than Josh Jackson did in Josh Jackson's preseason week one. So with that being said, he did much better. Where he failed was the second half of special teams. And he was out there trying to block the gunner. There are two two Green Bay Packers on one gunner. Um, And you basically are supposed to slow him down on one of them. I mean, he failed tremendously. The guy that he was supposed to be blocking made the play. Um... Yeetum jumped onto the offensive side once the ball was snapped. He rushed forward, chasing the guy. The guy, like, made a little right sidestep and then split both Yeetum and the defender. Dude took off, made the play. They definitely blew it there on the blocking. That can be, you know, that can be fixed, but that's not something where just coming in and joining a team is really going to affect you unless you and the person next to you have don't have that chemistry built so I guess that can be fixed, definitely, but definitely blew it on two plays. The other one was kind of the vice versa where um, the gunner ran towards the other defender, ran, 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 and then cut back into Yeetum. And I thought he could have you know, made a better play. But with that being said, Yeetum did make it down the field, tried to make another block, at which point he kind of the guy was running too fast. He put his hands up to avert him. Missed the penalty, but I do think he caught his leg, so he did slow down the defender. So he, I'm going to give him a successful block because the guy definitely went out of the play and he didn't get a penalty. So he got burned, had a second, you know, kind of made up for that one, but definitely want to see more out of you on special teams. I was watching, you know, I was watching.